Hello, and welcome to the Eat Lift Loose Show with me, Chris, and me, Brad, and we're welcoming you today with episode thirty-six of the Eat Lift Loose Show. As I've mentioned, we've got a well, one major topic that we want to talk about today. Plus, of course, you have little features. So we've got random question of the week, and also what's been banging Brad's dumbbells. What's been banging the fucking dumbbells this week? Everything. <laughs> Standard week then for you. Yep. What is yeah, happening buddy. in the world of Mr. Brad? Uh, good question. I don't think I really know myself, mate. Well. I actually don't know. Uh, just boxing, mate. My uh, my body and my nose feels very sore. You're gonna look like a rugby player by the end of your boxing training with a disjointed <laughs> nose. No, I just need to make sure that I pay attention to what's in front of me and not paying attention to what other people are talking about. In the ring? Sounds like a good idea. Or life? Yeah, yeah, just in general. Just in general. Yeah. But but this week particularly in the ring. Good luck, mate. Um, I'm How's glad... things with you? What have you, uh, what have you been doing since you've been back? Well, back this week, uh, easing myself into life again back in London. Um, Life's a scary thing. <laughs> it can be a scary thing. But no, it's good to be back. I uh, feel refreshed coming back. Excuse me. Um, went to yoga this morning, which was really nice. Haven't been in a long time, so got my stretch on. He's got his stretch on. Bit of stretching. He's got his stretch on. All good and relaxing. But yeah. So, what are we having a discussion about today? My good friend, Chris. My good friend. So, in today's show, we want to talk about intermittent fasting, um, the ins and outs of it, what it's about, why it's great, what it doesn't do, um, and why it might not be for everyone. Yeah, and also what people kind of get a little bit confused, and some myths, debunking some myths uh, on intermittent fasting, because there's a lot of shit that goes around about on it. Like a lot and like yeah yeah it's just a lot of shit so we're gonna try and help you guys who listen uh give you some tips on how to go about intermittent fasting and basically you can finish this episode and be like yeah i'm confident enough to know what intermittent intermittent fasting is yeah i think the easiest thing for us to to do is to refer to it now as if because intermittent fasting is a mouthful <laughs> try saying that super super fast intermittent fasting well, there you go. But yeah, intermittent fasting or IF. Uh, what is the lowdown? What is it in a nutshell? You have to sum the lowdown is essentially um, a thing you can do. I call it a thing. Um, so you are given, so you minimize your eating window. Um, so you spend a time where you don't eat and then you spend a smaller window where you eat and then again you just cycle that through and the idea of it is to minimize that window of eating to help you lose weight uh that's essentially what it is uh normally you like there's so many different hours like the general hours is eight hours of eating and the rest of it is kind of where you don't eat so 12 to 8 for example um so you only have a 12 to 8 window of eating and then from 8 p.m all the way back through till 12 the next day you don't eat 
Exactly. You don't con don't consume any calories. Exactly. Um, that um, doesn't mean though you're eating constantly for those eight hours. <laughs> yeah, just every every hour, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and you can drink as well, uh, but they, but you know, if you do do it, um, it's generally a good thing not to consume any calories through liquids. So, yeah, like juices, lattes. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's kind of in a nutshell what intermittent fasting is. Yeah. But people take it to the extreme, and there's a lot of myths uh, with intermittent fasting. Uh, like some scary myths. There are. Um, before we delve into that, should we talk about why it works? Like, I think one of the <clears throat> biggest things it helps people lose weight in is it gives them a sense of structure and something to follow. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, even myself, uh, the last, I would say last four weeks, four to six weeks, I've vaguely been doing intermittent fasting myself and like the way I've been doing it is not giving myself a window, um, to eat in uh, a time frame. I've just been skipping breakfast Essentially, or, I've just, or, or I've just been eating a little bit later and, but it's not that's not just solely what I've been doing I've also just been reducing some snacks and just reducing some portion sizes so I've kind of integrated it all but uh, I'm not tracking in a minute so I, I wanted to find a way that I could lose weight without tracking um, and this is what the way I've been doing it. it's helped a lot so just skipping breakfast reducing portion sizes so essentially I've been in intermittent fasting and anyway um, we all fast because we go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what and how it works is, like Brad said, with the time window. And what you're trying to achieve with that time window is having less time available to yourself eating. So a bit of structure uh, with your eating patterns. And the aim of the game is, of course, for that to provide you with less calories in a day in terms of what you're eating. Because that is ultimately what it comes down to. Um, yeah. The window there of eating is just kind of going to give you a bit of structure. And for most people, if they skip breakfast or if they don't start eating until 12 and they stop eating at 8, for a lot of people, they are going to be able to find a way to reduce their calories. However, yeah. it doesn't, just because that is your eating window, doesn't mean you are going to reduce your calories. No, I think that's why a lot of diets work. Um, regardless whether they're good uh, or bad, you know, uh, the reason why diets do work is because they give uh, you a structure. Yeah. Right. And that's what people like is is they just want to kind of be told essentially what to do. You know, if again, for some people it doesn't work because some people don't like to be told what to do or anything like that. But yeah, it works because you can kind of go, right, all I want you to do is I want you to eat between 12 and 8 and keep yourself, uh, like, don't eat between before 12 o'clock. And you're like, okay, I can do that. Bam, bam, yeah. bam. Where some people will go, no, I have to eat, blah, blah, blah. So again... But yeah, just uh, as Chris was saying, that's what it does. It, it just gives it a little bit of structure so you you know when you have to eat and you can think, right, well, just eat at 12, done. And because you're eating uh, a little bit later in the day, you're going to skip that first meal that most people have and you probably skip that additional snacking. You know, if you're working in an office, you might have 
a breakfast with some biscuits or some chocolate that's going around in the office or you might have a meeting and a lot of meetings I know that clients are given like a buffet of like croissants, pastries, toast, you know, yeah. sandwiches and stuff like that. So if you know that, that 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 that's a thing for you and skipping that, you know, essentially that's going to keep you in a calorie debt. That's that's probably going to provide you a calorie deficit. Um, and also when you do eat a meal, like even if you do eat, unless you're piling up with like loads of fats, like if you eat a standard meal that you normally have, it's going to fill you up Yeah. until your next meal. So, you know, it's then stopping you from overeating essentially. Um, but again, there's flaws to everything we do, right? Exactly. Um, it's not necessarily the time window that is the magic behind it. Um, no. What you eat in that time window still matters. Like, you could intermittent fast and you could eat between 12 and 8, but you could have a massive lunch, a, a pretty big dinner thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to eat till 12 the next day, so let me pack in all the calories for dinner and yep. have some snacks between lunch and dinner uh, because you think, oh, I haven't had any snacks in the morning, I haven't eaten in the morning, I deserve it. Um so what you eat in that window still counts and it still matters. Um, yeah. So don't think just because you're intermittent fasting or you're not eating for a certain period of the day that you can go wild in that eating window. Um, yeah. I guess the best thing that would help a lot of people get success with it is to stick with exactly what they eat and just skip breakfast. Because yeah. that is going to knock the calories off their intake. And by doing that, What's... you keep everything else the same you're likely to be in a calorie deficit. Yeah, exactly. And what else is quite interesting is psychologically, when we tend to go into a new diet, we te- we you'll find yourself cleaning up your diet, if, if that's the word we can use. Um, yeah. Like, for example, you might start eating a bit more uh, fruit, eat a bit more veg, uh, more protein. So when it comes to your meals, you're going to fill yourself up a little bit more. So it's not like... it. Uh, you know, if you was to take the intermittent fasting and place it in the middle of a page, you know, that's the core of it. But what actually gets the results is the things that you kind of draw off that. Yeah, that makes sense. Does that makes sense. Yeah. So like, it's not actually, it's not directly the intermittent fasting. It's all these other things that are linked to it that give it a whole. And, but, you know, just like what you said, you can still eat after 12 and ha- be over your calories and i think some people it does it does actually cause them to uh put on a little bit of weight or not lose weight because they're so hungry yeah that their mind is like we just want to get everything in at once you know like Suck i've seen away. people yeah i've seen people go to the shop and they're eating their first meal and they're tucking away like a sandwich a whole packet of crisps um you know like a or a couple of bags of crisps a whole pack of biscuits and a shitload of other stuff and you're just like what's the point now you might as well have had a smaller breakfast a little bit more protein and filled you up like if you're if you're thinking of an evening i'm so, i've been quite hungry i'm not going to eat now until 12 you're gonna in subconsciously you're adding loads of oil in uh you know you're throwing butter in because in your head you're like oh, I haven't eaten that much today. So I can have that extra bit of butter. I can have those extra, you know, you know, have you ever done it? I've been there myself. Like I've been, you know, I haven't eaten that much. So let me just cut an extra couple of bits of cheese in. That'll be fine. You know, oh, it's all right. I can throw that extra bit of butter on. 
oh, oh yeah, I can have those couple of biscuits. And, you know, before you know it, you've just packed away like a good 300, 400 calories on top of the meal that you're actually making, which is already yeah. like 800. And, you know, like you might go, oh, it's all right, I haven't eaten much today. I'm going to have a massive pizza. But you forget about the fact that that's not going to be as filling. So you're going to add more food on top of that. So as good as intermittent fasting is, it can also cause a few other problems. But again, it, it comes down to whether or not intermittent fasting is for you and whether you can have that control of going, well, you know, if I am still fasting, um, I still need to have some control over the food I have, you know, making sure, as I've said, plenty of fruit and vegetables and proteins to help you fill you up a little bit more. Exactly. Um, that all makes sense. I think that kind of trade-off is what people want to think about if they are going to think about doing it. Yeah. Um, think about your lifestyle. And if you've never done it, maybe give it a go for a couple of weeks and see how you find yourself getting on with it because you don't know until you try. Um, yeah. You might think it's pointless, but then you might actually give it a go and find, oh, you know what, I'm getting some results out of this. I'm going to stick along with it and keep going. Um, yeah. Like a lot of things, a lot of things are trial and error. Yeah. Um, for, like for me, if I try intermittent fasting and I label it as intermittent fasting, it's a no-go because all I'm doing is thinking I'm so hungry, all I want to do is eat. Whereas I'm yeah. just like, I'm just going to go to my day, you know, go about my day-to-day shit and I'm just going to, you know, I'll be, I'll be fine. Like I don't think about it too much. Yeah. Um, like, you know, normally on a Monday... I won't eat until 11 o'clock and it's not sub it's not something I'm going right I'm not eating until 11 it's just something I do yeah um so yeah I, I think you just need to think about it give it a little go to be fair a lot of people do it anyway and yeah. not realize if they're skipping breakfast like, they're pretty much doing it anyway yeah I know people used to go to like lunchtime and not eat breakfast and then like oh should I try intermittent fasting I'm like probably already doing it yeah, you just haven't stuck the label of IF on it. Um, yeah, and essentially, anyway. yeah, rather than actual sticking a label behind it, all you probably need to do is clean up your diet. Because like I just mentioned, they'll then put a label behind it and then they start changing up their diet. You know, They start drinking a bit more water, they start walking a little bit more, eating more fruit, veg, you know, all of that. It all plays plays part. Exactly. Um what would you say are some of the things that are spouted about IF that are either misconstrued or misunderstood or like these wild claims and benefits? What would you say some of those are? So uh, the biggest one is that the concept itself yeah. is what causes you to like burn fat and lose weight, you know, and it's very easy for people, and I understand why people believe it, because it kind of makes sense, essentially. Like, you know, for example, oh, I'm not eating, so that means that my body's going to tap into uh, my fat stores, which, if you take a step back and you forget about what we know, that makes sense a little bit. Like, it kind of does. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the whole, it, it, you, you feel like it's a common thing, or common sense. It's like... Oh well, yeah, I'm not eating. So where's the body going to get the energy from? You know, oh, it's just going to take it from my fat stores. But unfortunately, our body's a little bit clever, a little bit more clever than that. 
um, because you've eaten probably like the day before and that food is being stored somewhere for you to use you know it's not until you use you've used that food that it then takes into your reserved fat stores you know so again it comes down to calories if you're hitting calories at maintenance but you're still intermittent fasting you're not going to burn more weight or fat compared to you know, just eating that maintenance throughout the day. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. There's lots of studies to show it, and there's there's literally been no difference. And, like, I, I you know, I, I heard the other day someone was going, yeah, yeah, if you intermittent fast in the time that you're fasting, your body just tucks away into its sugar stores. I'm like, what? What, what are sugar stores? But, okay. <laughs> um, and then your fat stores. It's like, no, 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 your body doesn't do that. Like, it just burns the calories you've had like from the night before. And it's not until you've been in a continuous calorie deficit, then it then burns fat. But again, it's the calorie deficit that's causing that weight loss and the fat loss, not the fasting. If I said to you, if I said to someone, oh, I'm going to put you on a diet and it's called the calorie deficit, like the calorie deficit concept and all you're gonna do is you're gonna skip breakfast and not eat until 12 like people are gonna go oh yeah no no if we did that people go yeah it's calorie deficit but it's because it's got another name that's actually a great idea why is there no diet out there called the calorie deficit diet because that is every single diet's principle right like exactly started marketing a calorie deficit diet people might start to think of like the reason why all of these diets work and yeah it is obviously the calorie deficit but that's never really talked about it's i don't know surely you can make that into a nice little phrase maybe i think we i think a lot yeah yeah we can try it um yeah so but i think the reason why people think that that, then that's the biggest myth and that's why intermittent fasting has so much i don't know what's the word for it um kind of is so big is because people believe and they've been in you know they've been told over the last couple of years that intermittent fasting is the cause the direct cause yeah of this weight loss and it's like no and it, and it goes back from you know people from over the last 10 20 years of people going oh yeah intermittent fasting works blah 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 and you know what as brutal as this sounds, it's because people's like the people who are putting it out there are stupid and they're not critical thinkers. They're not thinking, well, hang on a minute, is it actually this or is it something else? Yeah. You know, like it's not the people, it's not the people's, it's, you know, the people who believe it, it's not their fault, it's the people who are plugging it, it's their fault. Yeah, the people that are marketing it and spousing out its like million and one uh, benefits without talking about the fact that you need to control your calories because that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. I think one of the other things which people sometimes allude to when they're talking about a marketing and uh, kind of blabbing on about into IF is how it's good for your metabolism and how that's going to help you burn loads of fat. And I think it just comes down to the exact same thing which you already said. Like, you will start burning fat if you're eating less calories across the day. Yeah, but it's not going to be the fact that you've stopped eating for six, sorry, for yeah, for sixteen hours, that is burning the fat or kind of quote unquote speeding up your metabolism because yeah, 
like if you're worrying about your metabolism being slow or fast or trying to find tricks and hacks to speed it up you're worrying about the wrong things like don't worry about your so-called metabolism well i'm not saying your so-called metabolism because it doesn't exist but don't worry and put loads of thought and effort in trying to how you can speed that up or how you can increase it like think more about the foods you're eating and the amount of calories in it and your activities so like your daily activities your walking your steps your exercise and you'll be all good yeah do you know what i saw was very interesting and it, you just reminded me the other day um stephen box he put a video up don't know yeah. if you saw it um and he was talking about like metabolism and he goes like he was a body pal and he asked people like who here thinks that they uh have a fast metabolism or a low metabolism and a lot of people put their hand up and he goes okay he goes who here knows what metabolism is he goes no one put their hand up he goes (laughs) yeah he goes yeah we're all thinking and we're all saying oh we've got a fast and slow metabolism yet no one knows what metabolism is yeah like you know, I if, if metabolism is not what more, not what a lot of people think it is. Like all it all metabolism is, your metabolism is that how it breaks down chemicals, like yeah. your molecules of like you know glucose, fat, and stuff like that. That's what metabolism is. How it transports your chain, your your you know, all your molecules in the chain, and it's like people think that your metabolism is this concept of essentially like your metabolism is like this train okay and that you can speed up that train to get to the destination like that's what people literally think it is but what it but it's not like essentially if you're if you look at a metabolism from a train all it is is it's going to go at one pace and one pace only and it will go at the same pace. Like if you add 20 kilos onto that, like, let's say you add like, okay, five tons onto that train. Yeah. Like it's going to require a little bit more energy to get to, to keep up the speed. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it get it gets there at a different time. It's still going to reach it, that destination at the same time. And that's what people get confused. And they think that they can speed it up to where it can get to that destination. But essentially it just adapts to the, to the environment. So it will adapt to whether or not it has 20 tons or five tons on board. Like that's how metabolism works. You know, as you lose weight, your metabolism will slow down, but it will match the calories you're putting in. Yeah. Exactly. So hopefully, hopefully that made that analogy make sense a little bit more on metabolism. So if you're a little bit unsure or you've been unsure, hopefully I've made it clear for you. Hopefully. Yeah, no, I think it was a uh, quite a useful analogy to use. Um, so IF, don't worry about its impact on your metabolism. Think about your calories. Think about your activities. And you're all going to be good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would recommend it for you. If you're someone who likes a bit of structure, then go for it. You know, if you are someone who doesn't skip, who doesn't eat breakfast or, you know, you're eating breakfast for the sake of it, because that's what you've been. T- excuse me. That's what you've been told to do. Yeah. Then, you know, maybe try intermittent fasting, but don't think it's the intermittent fasting itself. Yeah. It's the it's the fact that you've reduced your calories. That is what 
makes you lose weight. So just think about that. Um, yeah, and it could be like psychologically, sometimes you feel like you've got a little bit more, you're alert a little bit more. Like it's a bit weird, it's a bit hard to explain. Um, because sometimes eating a heavy meal can cause you to be a little bit sluggish. Definitely. Um, Especially so Sunday, having a massive Sunday roast. How do you feel after that? Like you want to go to bed. So, there you go. yeah. Um, yeah, that, so that's one of the benefits. But that's not a definite benefit. Like that's just for some people. So, um, yeah, so give it a go if it's your thing. Try it. And, yeah, like don't do anything stupid with it. Don't do like the day fast. Um, like you're not going to get better results you're just not like the only way you're going to get better results is if you just eat less calories but that just means you're going to starve yourself and you're going to be even more hungrier and pretty grumpy and annoyed and good luck keep trying that, to do anything <laughs> yeah keep that up for a couple of weeks and months you'll look like a bag of shit as well <laughs> sack of potatoes right <laughs> on a that sack note of shit more like <laughs> squidgy <laughs> uh, on that note uh should we move on yeah let's move on to what bangs are dumbbells so i was trying to think of something this week but i'm just kind of literally settled myself back into london life and a routine again but Brad has got something to discuss, and I agree. So let's get on. What's so, in your dumbbells? So it's not it's not just this week. I think it's something that's always banged my dumbbells yeah. um, for quite a long time, and it's something that I've seen, and it's basically people, and this includes people who use the gym, clients. And trainers, and it's the worst part that trainers are doing this. And you just, and it just makes you realise that you know that there are trainers in this industry for the wrong fucking reasons, and they need to fuck off, <laughs> like literally. And it essentially, it's taking the piss out of people who are using the gym. And you know, like, yes, we know that we have a problem on our hands in the in the in the, in the you know in first world countries of obesity and overweight so there's people out there that have recognized this and they're going to go to the gym and do something about it and yeah. they deserve as much credit as someone who's in shape yeah. and who has worked hard to get in shape because you know it's a hard thing to do to realize that you're out of shape you're overweight you're obese and you need to do something about it right i'd say you even deserve... more they deserve even yeah. more credit yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll explain why freaking... So, and then they've got people who fucking take the piss out of them, laugh because they're doing something wrong. And it, and it comes a lot from PTs. And like, yeah, okay, we laugh on the odd social media video and, you know, for people who are doing CrossFit, they get it wrong and fucking do stupid shit. And like, they deserve to be laughed at, right? Because... That's their fault for going into CrossFit, right? But, <laughs> you know, you might, like the typical video, there was one on the internet uh, this last two weeks of this guy running around and touching the BOSU ball. Have you seen it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that. that's funny, right? You can have a laugh. That's funny, um, yeah. But there are some out there where you're just like, <sighs> like, just fucking help. 
Like he's in there, and especially if you're like a PT and you're laughing and joking at someone who's trying, and like you don't know what their background is, you don't know if they have mental health issues uh, or you know learning difficulties, and you're taking the fucking piss because they're coming, they've come out of their comfort zone, they're fucking so nervous and anxious, they're fi- they're trying to find any excuse not to come, yet they've yeah. found one excuse to come and you're there recording them and laughing and making a joke out of it and you think that you that it's funny and yet you're moaning because the gym is empty and you're not making money it's like well no fucking shit like people are coming in and trying to give you money you're taking a piss out of them like at least go and help them and show like if they are doing something wrong it's our job to help like if I see another PT giving their client something and it's just wrong, like that's your fucking problem. Like, you know, yeah. hire another trainer. Or like, you know, but that's not my issue. But my issue is if someone's coming to the gym and you're laughing, you're recording, like at their own expense of doing, you're laughing at their expense of, you know, trying to make themselves better. Like it's disgusting. It is. Um, I don't see anything positive coming out of that. And I think if you're someone who laughs at someone else putting in a little bit of effort, even if they are doing something wrong or to you it looks funny, um, like you're not really in a place to be helping people, which I know for me and you, that's why we do what we do. Like yeah. we want to help people. We want to make sure people can improve you want to make try and give people a better quality of life right through some fitness and through nutrition and just enjoying it like if you're gonna point laugh record have a giggle with other trainers about someone's effort in the gym then are you really there trying to help people like i don't feel like you are um no you you're just adding more fuel to the fire like there's people out there who are intimidated by the gym because they solely fit they, they, that all they think is that that people are going to laugh at them yeah yet yet they're yet there's trainers that they're going oh yeah we've got a really friendly gym you know everyone's in the same boat no they're fucking not you're in the background laughing recording them and taking the piss exactly and like you wonder why you why people why you don't have no fucking clients because think... so oh yeah like, like, just because you're doing that in the background, it still correlates to your actions of your clients. Like, you're still, whether it's not directly, your peer clients are still going to pick that up in some way or another. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says, that is going to happen. And we're trying to get more people in the gym, yet more people. And even if you, you know, there might be someone in there, for example, trying something. And they're probably in the head, like, I bet I look like a fucking idiot doing this. Uh, I wonder if that PT is going to come and help me. And, like, you know, no one's helped them. And they don't come again because they're like, well, no one helped me. And I just felt like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I think that's one of the major reasons why anyone new to fitness, I give them more credit than anyone that's been doing it for five, ten years. Because it is a really nervous thing to go into a, a gym where you don't really know what you're doing. You feel like you're unfit. You feel a little bit embarrassed just stepping in. You know that you're maybe a little bit overweight because that's why you've started going to the gym and you're trying to help yourself and clean up your diet. Like, it's not going to really help people if 
they're going in with that mindset and someone else is out there taking the piss out of them. Like, yeah. how, how, like you've just started boxing, right? How's yeah. that been for you? Never doing it before. Never really had any sort of boxing experience. How's that been for you in your first week of sparring oh, and training? Oh, it's fucking horrible. Like, as in, it's a very nerve-wracking experience. Like, I'm so fucking nervous when I do yeah. it. Like, we, uh, a friend of mine I know that goes, so we tend to partner up. And... I hate it when they say, right, change partners. Like, it's the worst thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, please don't fucking say that. Please don't fucking <laughs> say that. Like, I don't want to. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I just go, right, fuck it. Got to do it. It's got to be done. And then at the end of the day, I feel better for it. But that first, like, it's literally 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, fuck, don't want to. Because it puts me right out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Because I'm there thinking, right is this person going to think I'm like an absolute fucking idiot? You know, I've never boxed before, so they're probably going to annihilate me. Everything like that. That's everything's going. And it's the exact same what people are thinking when they first step into the gym. Yeah. So, if you're out there and you see someone who looks a little nervous or they're doing something wrong and you know what is right to do, give them a hand, say hello, give them a smile. Like, just be friendly, be nice, be a good person. Yeah. It's not hard. It really no, is hard. If, and if they, you know... If you say to them, look, uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of hand, don't make it sound like they're stupid and go, look, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. And just say it to look, um, like, do you mind if I give you a little bit of hand? Um, like, it might help. Like, you don't have to say you're doing it wrong. All you have to yeah. say, it might help. And if they say, no, I'm all right, thank you, then you can walk away and go, well, I've tried. Exactly. But yeah, don't don't then just then laugh and go, hey, look, look, guess who's back in again today? This geezer. And let's laugh and joke at him. Uh, you know, he's probably might have like some few issues. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's laugh. Yeah, let's laugh. No, fucking idiots. You don't deserve to be in this industry, in my opinion. Anyway, on a lighter note. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. It is time for Random Question of the Week. So we've talked about all the heavy stuff. We've talked about a bit of intermittent fasting how it's useful and how you can apply it let's move on to some funny shit so we've got a random question for each other which we've got no idea about we're gonna shoot and see what answers pop up shoot from the hip always shoot from the hip right do you want to go first your question uh okay let's go all right what is your ultimate 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 sandwich combo Ooh, ultimate sandwich combo. We're talking like bread sandwich here. We're we talking wraps. What are we talking? Breados. Or bread if you want to do, if you want to do like a, like nah, I'll stick with a wrap. A, a sandwich is with bread, mate. Yeah, a sandwich yeah. is a sandwich don't, with don't, bread. Don't start fucking <laughs> mixing it all up, yeah. All right, all sandwich, right. Sandwich bread. Don't drop. Don't get your knickers in a twist, right? Idiot sandwich, yeah. Idiot sandwich. Um, one thing which I remember one of my old housemates at uni. Uh, said it was a good idea for a sandwich which when I tried it it was a great idea is when you're having a sandwich you've got two slices of bread obviously on either side put a slice of toast in the middle of that now it adds a bit of crunch it's good so we're already going three slices of bread the middle slice is toasted yeah Yeah, middle slice is toasted cool Um, and then in the sandwich I would probably go with uh some sort this could of... go horribly wrong here. This could. It couldn't go horribly wrong. It's going to be great. Um, all right, I'm definitely going to go with chicken because chicken in sandwiches goes great. And I'm talking about actual chicken pieces rather than like the thin wafer shit. 
Yeah, like so chicken breast. Chicken breast pieces in a sandwich. Um, and they might be a peri-peri marinade in there in terms of the chicken, so it's not just plain. Um, definitely get some spinach and some lettuce in there. Maybe throw in a bit of sliced red onion, uh, a bit of peronese or chipotle sauce. And then definitely going to have to be some sort of cheese, whether that's like a sliced cheese or grated cheese. We're definitely going to have to throw that in there. And that's just going to be in between each side of that triple decker. Um, have I missed anything out? I don't think I have. I think I'm pretty happy with that. I'd, I'd happily tuck that away right now. Nice. Sounds like a good sandwich. Sounds like a very good sandwich. It would be good. What would be in yours? Because I know you've thought about it because it's your question. Um, See, a staple sandwich for me that goes down a fucking tree is like a cheese, like a nice heavy serving of cheese, Yeah. some pickle, and a packet of crisps. In the sandwich? Yeah. A like, gra- what flavour crisps? Doesn't really matter. Like cheese and onion... Prawn cocktail, they're probably the two. Yeah. Um, like Doritos go really well on a sandwich. Never tried it, but I can imagine they go well. Very well, and so, uh, yeah, that's like a staple sandwich for me. I love it. There you go. Um, obviously, I could go all fancy and throw in like uh, you know chicken, melt it in the pan, blah blah blah. But I'm just going for a nice, easy, you know, crisp sandwich. Done. A good crisp sandwich, if it's cheese and onion walkers crisps, with a little bit of butter, two slices of white bread, that is so good. Yep, fun. Nice layer of cheese in there, some pickle. Yeah. Um, standard, done. Sorted. Happy days, right. I'm going to go to eat question. a sandwich. I'll catch you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my question. So, uh, this follows on a little bit from the last podcast we did with this Dr. Lifts, which if you haven't checked it out, go and check it out. It was really good uh, just to chat with her, kind of getting things from a nutrition perspective and GP. Um, but what is one random thing very, very few people know about you? So a random thing that like even I don't know about you or your partner doesn't know. Like what's a random thing? Oh, I'm not sure because I, I tell some people this, but I'm not sure that a lot of people know but most people who listen the people who listen won't know so and it's not yeah it's really random but that's what i'm wanting let's go okay at the age of three yeah so three i think it was three yeah i was three yeah i it was either three or four okay i learned how to ride my bike without stabilizers there you go where the average age is like seven. Well, there you go. Mr. Bradley BMX Gillen over yeah. here. So at the age of three, I was zooming down the road. Like, yeah. I know people at the age of fucking 35 that can't even ride a fucking bike. <laughs> I learned how to ride a bike very late. I think it was it was definitely over the age of 12 or 13 is when I learned how to ride a bike. I never learned as a kid. Well, yeah, like, I, I don't I even know how 13, I managed it. I didn't learn under the age of 10. I don't even know how I managed I think I, I, I remember practicing um, and it was started to fucking rain. And I was like, nope, I'm doing it. And I caught yeah. it and I managed it. And then I stayed out in the rain because I was like amazed that I just learned how to ride my bike. Just Look at me. I can ride a bike on two wheels. There you go. Happy well, days. What about you? You've had to think about this because you knew it was coming back. Um, 
I have thought about it, and I did know it's coming back. Uh, probably, there's probably a good few random things. Um, I know last like, uh, last episode we learned that you know kind of know how to play the guitar, and I didn't know that, so that was. That's I know one, I but... was gonna bring that up, but now I can't. No, you can't because you already yeah mentioned it last. That episode. That was gonna be my random thing. Um. Oh, here's a random thing, slightly embarrassing fact as well. So. Okay. <laughs> grab a seat, get yourself strapped in, and get ready. So, when I was a kid, do you remember those uh, ready-made cake mix boxes? Like, you'd get Beano, you'd get, like, I don't know, Power Rangers, where you'd get, like, a little cupcake casing and the stickers that go on top. and Dennis the Menace. And Dennis the Menace, like that, yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't remember which specific one I was having, but you know you used to get, like, little stickers, the edible stickers that would go on top of the cupcakes? Yeah. So... We'd obviously baked that at home, um, had those, made those, put the stickers on, blah, blah, blah. Now, I asked my mum, oh, these cupcakes, can you eat everything on it? Like, like, it's got a sticker on it. Can you eat everything on these cupcakes? And she goes, yeah, sure. So, I don't know, I must have went to another room or something, or my mum wasn't around. I'm there starting to eat it, eat the cake, eat the stick on top. And then I start eating the cupcake casing. <laughs> because she said to me, you can eat all of it. So I'm like, great. I start eating the cupcake casing. She walks in and be like, Chris, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, well, you said I could eat everything. So I'm eating the cupcake casing. Like, no. <laughs> you can eat the cupcake and the sticker. Clearly oh not the God. casing, you idiot. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, so there's a random slash embarrassing fact about me that very few people know. Oh, mate. That's brilliant. And I bet you probably enjoyed it until your mum said you can't eat it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and you know like, better. In your head, you're like, oh, well, I can fucking eat this. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. I can eat all of it. Happy good days. That'd be, that'd be good. That'd be good. Just done. Well, you could probably create edible casing now, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah, it exists. Um, right, enough about my embarrassing stories as a kid. So, I think that's enough of today's episode. So, guys, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed uh, another episode from us. Uh, next episode will hopefully, should be, uh, a guest. So, keep your ears pinned back for that one uh, as we will delve into uh, a guest episode, which is quite interesting. Um if you want to catch up on any of the episodes, feel free to go back and listen. Also, leave us a review. If you enjoy this, like, we don't know whether you enjoy it or not if you don't leave us any feedback. Exactly. Like, or drop like, us a message. It'd be great yeah. to hear who's listening. Yeah, like, it generally would be, you know. If you, if you go, I actually really enjoy this episode, then, you know, let us know. Then we can do more or we can do less or we can just, you know, if you hate it, then we'll just come off podcast, you know, we'll disappear. No, we won't. It's our show. We do what we want. <laughs> we do what we want. We do what we want. Well, there's an England fan going to the World Cup and causing havoc. Um, there you go. Right. Where can people find you and your jingles in the world of social media? You can come and find me at Bradley G Fitness. Um, come and say hello. Uh, come and leave a message and give me a follow. If I don't follow you back and you're heartbroken, then message me. Be like, hey, I listened to the podcast. I followed you and you bloody bastard didn't follow me back. Follow me back now. <laughs> like, he will follow you back. Don't you worry. He'll stalk yeah. you. 
yeah so there you go go find me on instagram i'm morally just on instagram i i am on facebook but yeah and then where can they find you 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 so likewise if you want to follow me i'm on instagram as well um hang around every now and then on twitter and a tiny bit on facebook as well fitness so v-e-l-e fitness and likewise if you want to come and well if you want me to follow you and you follow me back drop me a message and i'll happily kind of follow you and see what is happening in your little world because i am interested it is good to know yeah just drop me a line and then if you want to follow the two of us this of course has been the eat lift loose show and we are of course eat lift loose so if you want to eat, follow lift, us lose. Come find eat us. lift lose not eat lift losers we're not losers. Promise. Promise. Well, actually, maybe I am. I'm a bit of a loser. Well, that's a story for another day. But anyway, we hope you've it's... enjoyed your bank holiday Monday because it is Monday when this episode goes live. Uh, if you listen back in the future, thank you and hope you have a great day. Cool. Take care, guys, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. See you later.